This episode is being brought to you by the Speak English with Tiffany Academy. If you are tired of trying to figure out what to study, if you want to get a better job but your English is holding you back, or if you feel stuck at the same English level and you don't know what to do, then the Academy is for you. When you join the Academy, you will get access to a 365-day English lesson plan created specifically for intermediate and advanced English learners. These 365 days of English lessons will cover English vocabulary, American culture, listening skills, fluency, idioms, expressions, and so much more. You will also be able to join a private community where you can practice what you learn with English learners from all around the world. So join today by going to www.speakenglishwithtiffanyacademy.com. Welcome to the Speak English with Tiffany podcast, a podcast especially created for intermediate and advanced English learners. In this podcast, you will hear natural English conversations, learn specific English tips and tricks, and also get to know many different ESL teachers. This podcast will take your English ability to the next level and help you to be more confident and more fluent when you speak in English. Are you ready? Well then, let's jump right in. Hey everyone, this is Teacher Tiffany and I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Now in today's episode, Julie and I, we are going to go over some of the words and expressions that were used during our last conversation. So you want to make sure that you have a pen and a paper ready to take down some notes because you are going to learn a lot. And I know that you are going to enjoy this episode. Now, before we jump into the episode, I want to remind you about the weekly English words membership. That's right weeklyenglishwords.com. You see, each podcast episode includes tons of new vocabulary words, expressions, and idioms that are used by native English speakers. But you know, as an English learner, it's hard for you to know the correct meanings and how to use the words, expressions, and idioms properly. That's exactly why the Weekly English Words membership was created. As a member, after each podcast episode, you will find an entire section that includes video explanations for more than 25 words and expressions that were used during the episode. As a member, you will also be able to download a PDF that includes the definitions. When I say you won't find this anywhere else on the internet, trust me, I'm not lying. This is something you need if you want to truly speak English fluently and sound like a native English speaker. So again, you can go to www.weeklyenglishwords.com and start learning more today. Remember, the words and expressions will be heard in this episode and you can learn more about them by going to weeklyenglishwords.com. Now, are you ready for this episode? Well then, let's jump right into today's episode. Hey, Julie, how are you? Hey, Tiffany, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. good. Um, 
You know, last uh, the last conversation we had, it was about crime, but I think we talked about it after. I thoroughly enjoyed that conversation. It was a very good conversation. It's actually a really interesting topic and there's a lot lot to yeah. say. Yeah, it was a great conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I noticed again, like we, we had a good conversation and there were a lot of new terms and words and expressions that we used during the conversation. So uh, for those listening, just to let you know what's happening in this episode, uh, Julie and I spoke about this and we thought that it would be a good idea um, after our long conversations for us to come back and go over some of the words or expressions that we used. Um, now, Julie, after we talked about the episode, I think we had close to 30. They were like close to 30 expressions that we, we yep. looked at, right? Yeah, 30 yeah. of them. Yeah. We are a lot, guys. A lot. Again, intermediate and advanced expressions so you guys can use them. Now, again, teacher Julie um, actually does video explanations every single week for every episode and they're available on the weekly English words. So if you want to be a member of that and get those video explanations, all you have to do is go to weeklyenglishwords.com. Um, but what we decided to do was pick five of them. Again, for those who have not taken the amazing opportunity of joining that as of yet, we wanted to kind of go over five of the ones that we thought were important from that list. And again, you're going to enjoy this episode, we're sure. Um, so after you listen to this episode, if you want to learn the remaining 25, you need to go to weeklyenglishwords.com. So Julie, let's jump right in. We're going to take a look at those five. Uh, are you down with that? I'm down with that. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Number one, um, I was so happy when this came out because I'm like, oh, we do use this a lot. I've turned over a new leaf. So like, what does I've turned over a new leaf mean? Yeah, it's a nice expression. Um, it's a common expression. And it just means that you've basically changed your ways. You've changed how you are. And usually you've changed from negative to positive. All right. Yeah. So in the last episode, uh, we were talking about crime. And we actually use this expression as a joke because <laughs> uh, if you haven't heard the last episode, it's a very good one. Teacher Tiffany and I told some stories about our shoplifting days uh, back in the day when we stole things. And as a joke, we said we've turned over a new leaf and become teachers. Um, obviously, we were not thieves. We were not professional shoplifters, right. but we changed our ways. So, yeah, we, we did something negative and then we completely changed and became <laughs> teachers, became positive. So, yeah, that's what it means. Turn over a new leaf. <laughs> Yes, we have both turned over a new leaf. We're both, yes. you know, model model citizens. We're we're yes. living the best life now. We, um, I would say we are model citizens. I th I agree a hundred percent with you. One hundred percent. Those listening, hopefully you agree. If you don't, it's okay. You will. So, <laughs> I think um, no, but honestly, yes, this is a very good expression to use. Um, like again, when talking about like a criminal who's changed his or her ways or even in other aspects of life when you're talking about, you know, making a change. Um, just to kind of, I guess, like go into it a little bit more, this expression and maybe help students, you know, know how to use it. Um, have you, do you think outside of, again, what we talked about last week with the shoplifting and things, um, let's see, in the past year, so last year, again, like everything was going on with COVID and stuff. Do you think you turned over a new leaf? Have you changed um, as a result of this pandemic? Anything changed, do you think? Um, I think that I have changed a lot. I don't know if I would say I've turned over a new leaf. Mm -hmm. Um, I have changed. Many things have changed as a result of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, 
it's it's a, this is a very tough question. I need a second. I apologize for giving it. you a difficult question. Far be it from me to stump. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I okay. Let me. I think that the I pandemic. I can change, change change it I up. You. I got you. What got else you. do you have for me? Um, <laughs> I got. Okay. Hey, listen. I have to come up with questions on the fly. Um. <laughs> All right. Can you tell us about maybe one of your friends or somebody you've known? Doesn't have to be a friend because you don't want to get, you know, anybody uh, upset, but someone that you've seen turn over a new leaf. Maybe that'll be better. Like we can both give an example outside of ourselves, yeah. like someone who has turned yeah. over a new. That's better. You like know, that question? Actually, I can even answer about myself, just not specifically during the pandemic. Like I think okay. that my work has changed during the pandemic, but I think that I have not changed so much. Gotcha. So I will take your initial question and answer okay. it, but not just <laughs> not over the over the past year. Um, okay. So I think that in the past mm. I was negative. I think that I used to be a more negative and have, have a negative mindset because I was surrounded by negativity, negative vibes and negative people. And I didn't realize that my mindset was like, I didn't think so. Like mm -hmm. I thought I was always quite positive, but there were aspects of my life that I was negative about. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that when I moved overseas and I removed mm -hmm. myself from this situation, mm -hmm. um, I turned over a new leaf at that point mm -hmm. because I was able to see the things that I was responding to negatively and mm. change my behavior. So I think that I've turned over a new leaf in my life several times. Um, mm -hmm. In the past year, not as much. But, I got you, I got you. Yeah, that was yeah. a what great about example, you? though. Yeah, that was excellent. Yeah, it's true. It was true when yeah. I was younger. I think that um, like being staying positive in every situation is a challenge. Yeah. Um, and it's something like, of course, I'm not positive in every single situation, but I think that I have like, yeah, I have the capacity to be able to remain positive much more than I did naturally and much more than I did when I was, when I was a, a young shoplifter in my, <laughs> in my, in my criminal day. No, yeah, when I was younger. So that's one way. I think that's a good example. Um, look now the now the ball's in my court and I'm like shoot wait a minute what's my story um I've turned over a new <laughs> um for me turning over a new leaf wow um oof I feel like you were just born good like I feel like you were just now, always good here's the thing though again like because <laughs> Because I'm such a like quote unquote bubbly person, like I, I won't lie to you. Like when I was a baby, it was the same. My mom said I would wake up literally <laughs> laughing and smiling. Oh. So it's literally just that part is just natural, like being happy. But I have moments where I'm not I, I can cover them up well um, yeah. to where when I'm not happy. I think you've seen moments like I've, I've told you, like, yeah, when that happened or whatever, like when someone did this to me or whatever. But um, in general, I am a very happy person um i'm trying to think of it's still though even if you're a happy person on the outside like you mentioned it's still a challenge to make sure you're always thinking positively so that is also a challenge so even if i may not show that i have a certain thought about something it may be in my head so i think um if i were to piggyback on what you said um i'm learning okay i'll say this this is hey this is i guess life lesson so I think last week or two weeks ago, again, 
I've been learning this lesson for a while, but last week someone put it into words and it was great. And the, what they said was a lot of times as individuals, we look at other people's actions and how they affect us instead of looking at their intentions. And the individual was saying it should be reversed because what happens is we look at their actions and our intentions. And they were like, no, we should look at other people's intentions and our actions, how we affect other people and how like their intentions as opposed to their actions. For those listening, it may be a little bit complex, but it's actually a simple idea. Um, and I think for me, I've tried to turn over a new leaf to try to focus on people's intentions and not the actions. Like if something happens to me, I'm like, okay, well that person was doing dot, dot, dot. And mm-hmm. instead now I'm like, okay, let me look at their intentions. So turning over a new leaf from the standpoint of how I think, again, my outward expression will be the same no matter what. Yeah. I've been sick and I'm still able to be like, hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> Meanwhile, my stomach is hurting. So yeah. the outward expressions haven't changed, but I think the mindset um, has changed over time. So I don't know if that passed. Did that pass? That passed. That was a great example. No, it's a very good example because yeah, it's not only if you um, this expression turning over a new leaf, like we use it in the context of crime, but it's not only if you do something terrible and then you become great. It's also if you change the way that you look at life or the way that you um, think you can turn yeah. over a new leaf in this way. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. But what about the second one? Now that was the first one, guys, I've turned over a new leaf. That was the first expression we looked at from last episode. But in the last episode, we also, again, being that we were talking about crime, we mentioned an expression, press charges. Now, what does press charges mean? Mm -hmm. So to press charges against someone is a really common expression, and it means to take legal action against someone or to sue someone uh, because they've done something wrong. So you're trying to get money from them. Mm -hmm. So this is what it means to press charges. And it's very, very common. uh, If you watch legal dramas and legal TV shows, you'll probably hear this. Mm -hmm. Uh, So even if you don't necessarily sue anyone, it's Mm -hmm. a very, very, very common expression. You'll hear it on the news. You'll hear it on TV, in film. So it's really good uh, to understand this one. Yeah. And I think in America, it's very common for people to press charges against other people. This is my impression. And again, I could be wrong, but um, I think it's a common thing. It's common. And I think it stems from people like we're always brought to brought up to say, hey, make sure your rights are not being infringed upon. Like make sure your your rights are always up front. So people, yes, have a tendency to sue or press charges depending on what's going on. Um, I have a short story that will kind of connect to this. And I, I may have told it in a previous episode or I may have just told it to you in one conversation. When I had a business when I got out of college, uh, so I worked at NASA, but then I had some work on the side um, and I would do websites for different companies. And this one guy was my friend's dad um, and I was going to do a website. I, I don't want to get too many names, but he asked me to do a website for his company. And I was like, sure. So I had another guy that was working for me that was handling one aspect of the website. So I was going to pay him, um, for the money we received. It was about like maybe a $3,000 job. So we did the work. Like he paid me half up front, $1,500. And he was supposed to pay me the remain $1,500 upon completion. That was the contract. So I finished the work. The guy that worked for me finished everything that he needed to However, when I called the guy, again, my friend's dad, he wouldn't answer his phone. So I was like, okay, maybe he's busy. 
waited a few days, called, no answer. Waited a few days, called, no answer. Now, again, I have another man working for me who has a family and I owe him a thousand dollars. So it wasn't a small amount of money and I needed to pay him. Yeah. So I was, I wasn't angry. It was more like, Hey, are you okay? Like I'm a little concerned. And then if you are okay, why are you dodging my calls? Um, so I finally, mm -hmm. I talked to my parents and they were like, well, Tiff, in this situation, you know, uh, he does owe you money. You could send it to collections. Uh, sending something to collections means money is due to you. It's not like they're going to go to jail or anything, but another, um, I guess, organization handles getting the money for you. I guess that's the easiest way to explain mm -hmm. uh, collections. So I didn't want to do that immediately. So I tried to send a message. So I sent a message saying, hey, um, I hope everything's okay. It had been weeks now. I said, I, I do need the money though, because I have to pay people and we finished the job according to the contract. I'm going to have to send this to collections. Please contact me. He messaged me immediately, immediately and called me. He was like, who are you? Again, this is my friend's dad. So I was taken aback. Um, he was like, you, how are you going to tell me you're taking me to collections? Basically, why are you basically pressing charges? Uh, it wasn't like a, to the police. I could have pressed yeah. charges and had it go to like, you know, court system or whatever, because it wasn't a small amount of money, mm -hmm. but I didn't want to press charges because I'm like, Hey, like, I, I just want the money. Like, I'm okay. I'm yeah. not mad at you. Um, long story short, he never paid me. I had to get a loan and pay the guy that worked for me. So it, it didn't, but I didn't press charges because that's just me. I don't know. I feel like when people do certain things, there's a reason behind it. So maybe you were struggling yeah. with money, the guy, and he couldn't tell me. Maybe he was embarrassed. All right. I'm not going to press charges. If it had been like $100,000, I may have had to take more legal action. But I was like, OK, I just I'll just pay my credit card off. Yeah, you know, I got the loan. But yeah, in that situation, I could have pressed charges because they owe he owed me money. So. Yeah, I think like you handled it gracefully and with with a small amount, I also wouldn't press charges. But if somebody owes you money, like there is a point where, you know, you're understanding. And then I think also people take advantage of kindness yeah. and people take advantage of understanding. And yeah, like whether you were young or not young or you were friends with his son or daughter, it doesn't matter. It's a principle and it's at the end of the day business and you yeah. did a job for him and he didn't pay for it. So this. Yeah. No, for me, I think I wouldn't have handled it as gracefully as you did, but <laughs> I had, had some wisdom from some older people. Like my parents were like, okay, in this situation, yeah. you know, this is so it, it helped, yeah. of course. It's but, not I mean, worth, I, of course, it's not worth like the amount of money is not worth the, the legal fees and the process. And yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that one. Okay. Press charges. What about the next one then? So number one, we had, I've turned over a new leaf. Number two, press charges. And number three, keep your guard up. This is something I think we use a lot in English, but um, what does keep your guard up mean? Yeah. So in the last episode, we again, we used it when we were talking about crime and the context was um, if you're walking alone at night, uh, usually you keep your guard up. And this means that you're just alert and aware of like what's happening around you. Like you're in a state where you're ready to protect yourself mm -hmm. uh, if you have your guard up. But we use this very, very 
often, not only if you're willing to protect yourself physically, but if you want to protect yourself emotionally, you also have your guard up or you keep your guard up. So like if you're in a relationship and you have your guard up or with your friends, you have your guard up. It means like you don't let people into your life or you don't let people get too close to you. You Mm. kind of always like keep them at arm's length or keep Mm. a distance um, because you want to protect your feelings from getting hurt. So you can keep your guard up when you're walking around and you want to be ready to protect yourself, but you can also keep your guard up um, in a relationship or a friendship Uh, with people and we do use it a lot and the opposite of this is to let your guard down which is another really really good expression so yeah it is I I have another uh I don't think I told you that well maybe you realized it I let my guard down eventually with you so this is a good story guys not a bad story (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you remember the first time we talked via email and then via zoom I think you were like Tiffany, do you have a WhatsApp number? And I was like, yeah, but I don't give it to. (laughs) (laughs) I understood that. (laughs) Yeah, But like I did that, like my guard is up, like "Mm, I get too many messages. So who's this this asking me for my WhatsApp? (laughs) Like, because I don't use WhatsApp as much for I use it with, of course, Fred, one person um, that I work with. Um, But yeah, then my guard came down after I realized, oh, she's cool. Okay, good. (laughs) She's a hard worker too. like guard came all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the same. Like I think that it's like a natural instinct for many most people yeah. to keep your guard up when you first meet someone like in yeah. any capacity whether it's a friend or a partner or a colleague or yeah. romantically like I think it's normal to have your guard up. Um I think it can be problematic if you let your guard down too soon with people as well uh especially in western culture like it's kind of expected that it's it's good and bad it depends on the situation like i think that if you like you and i okay we're both Mm -hmm. from the same culture so i can kind of respect you know if you don't want to give me your whatsapp number the first day Uh, i understand having your guard up and being like okay let me like assess the situation and see what's going on before i get close to someone Mm -hmm. um so i think it works just fine when you have two people from the same culture but sometimes when you meet someone from a different culture and you let your guard down too soon it can make them uncomfortable so yes very true you know what i mean yeah that is very true i'm thinking about like when i was overseas in korea like again like same like us, like working together, like other people I worked with in Korea. Again, it's either you have a person that dropped their guard too early or too late. It's like, okay, wait. Yeah. Like <laughs> the funny thing is, I'll say this. Um, what I've noticed again, like, so what has happened for me? I don't know if this happened for you, like because of quote unquote my personality. Sometimes people like in the past, like when I was in Korea, they may have felt like, oh, we're super close when we just met. And I'm like, we just met. I'm just, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm nice to everybody. Like I like yeah. everybody, but it's like, there, it's like, that was a little fast. I don't know. Like that was a little fast and took a little time to get close. <laughs> it's happened to me as well. Yeah. Yeah. I figured I was like, cause you're really nice too. So I'm like, mm, <laughs> you're excited. Back that up. So yeah. 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 yeah it's happened. It happened. <laughs> but this, it's a, it's a really common expression. Like, um in relationships as well mm-hmm. like I think in romantic relationships as well like mm-hmm. when you get when you meet someone for the first time like uh especially if you've had a bad experience in the past mm-hmm. like you keep Very your guard cool. up for a while before like opening up to someone or letting someone into your life so Very yeah it's true. common yeah yeah 
And we also say like to, when we're talking about like protecting ourselves, we also say like to be on guard. Um, Again, going back to the last episode, the context of uh, crime or walking around in a dangerous place, like you can say, I was walking at night and I, I kept my guard up or I was on guard. It's the same meaning in this case. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Um, what about, okay, so that was number three. Again, keep your guard up. Number two, press charges. And number one was I've turned over a new leaf. Number four, labeling people. Now, this is what I don't think we've ever used in an episode, but we do use yeah. it in English. So what yeah. about labeling people? So labeling people, it's almost like classifying people and putting them into a category, okay? So labeling someone can be, used in so many different ways. Like you can label someone, for example, as a liar, as a criminal, you can label someone's uh, sexuality Mm -hmm. as well. Um, And a lot of times in English, you guys may have heard, um, I don't like labels or don't label me or I don't like labeling people and labeling someone like if you imagine a label, it's basically like a name tag that you put on something. So like mm-hmm. in your kitchen, maybe you have spices and you label the spices. You literally put a sticker on the spices. That's like, OK, this is salt. This is pepper. This is cumin. This is this. This is this. And these are labels. So if you walk around and label people, you literally like classify them as one thing. Um, okay. That was a legit yeah. example. I have spices here in my view. <laughs> That's how you know she can cook. She was like salt, pepper, cumin. Okay, she was like, we're not going to stop at the salt and pepper. We're going to keep it going. Could have kept going, but... <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, that's what it is. And labeling people, it's a, it's a bad thing. Uh, it's a negative yeah. thing in English. So we say this as a negative, uh, thing. It's, it, it happens very often, but it's a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that leads to, uh, I thought of another expression, racial profiling or like mm-hmm. profiling someone. So that's another thing that is common. Again, it yeah. means the same thing, like labeling someone or like profiling someone. I think it's something that we say, like when a cop is quote unquote labeling someone say, oh, he's profiling them or he's racial profiling. So again, exactly what you just said, Julie, looking at someone or assuming someone is something because of the way they look. um, I do think it's a dangerous thing. And I think that also it's interesting. Again, when I was overseas, so last night, actually, ironically enough, I had a conversation with a woman who was planning to go to Korea and she was very curious. So she was asking me questions. She was like, you know, what should I know before I go? And I was like, okay, I'll tell you the things to be careful of first so that I can give you all of the amazing things after, like, so you're not shocked or whatever. And I was telling her um, uh, about like, you know, being an African-American in Korea, not a problem, of course, but you know, like being over there, all they know about African-Americans in general uh, is what they see on TV or like read in the newspapers. And I was saying, basically they label people or label African-Americans and it's, it's honestly no fault of their own. They've ne- like, a lot of them have never met an African-American. So I was telling her like, don't get offended. Instead, use it as an opportunity to educate. And I was like, there have been so many great conversations that have come out of conversations, uh, sorry, situations where someone looked at me and they were like, oh shoot, like, wait a minute. Like, I don't know how to deal with the black woman. Like I've only seen them on TV or, yeah. you know, and like, <laughs> yeah. but the resulting conversations were amazing. Like with kids, with older people and it was great. So I was telling her about that, but it also goes to the point of labeling someone based yeah. on what, you, like what, you know. So it's like, you can't really fault people. It's like, they don't know yes. anything else. If they've only seen it on TV or in a book exactly. or a newspaper article, you be that person that kind of shows them like, Hey, don't label this person. Like, let me explain more about that person or that type of person. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, it's a, it's true. It's a good story. And I think like the moral is don't label people. True. <laughs> just don't do it. I like that. Very clear. And usually it's just like you give one label. You're like, you yeah. are this one thing, you know, yeah. and nobody is just one thing. So exactly. Very true. Very true. Yeah. All right. We've come to our final one again, guys listening. We're only going over five of the 30. So if you want to actually hear explanations for each of the 30 expressions and words, go to weeklyenglishwords.com. Teacher Julie has all of the explanations video prepared for you. So you can join there. Um, number five is injustice. I guess a kind of natural segue. <laughs> injustice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what does injustice mean, Julie? Um, so injustice is basically something that is not fair. Uh, and normally it's according to the law. It's not fair, but it's normally related to law, but it's just something that is it's unfair and it yeah. shouldn't be that way, but it is. And I think um profiling, racial profiling and labeling people often leads to injustice that shouldn't mm -hmm. exist. Um, and I think that you can probably speak on injustice mm -hmm. more so because you've mentioned a couple of times that it's also like embedded or ingrained in American culture mm -hmm. that like, you know, you don't stand for injustice and you always want justice and peace and, and so mm -hmm. on and so on. And I think that like, um, yeah, I think it's a big part of American culture. It is. It honestly goes back to so like I have nothing. I have nothing against any any individual like group of people or anything. It's, it really goes back to one bad apple spoiling the bunch. So like um, that part is very true. Like one bad apple can spoil the bunch. Um, but yes, it is an ever present worry or concern for any black person living in America. Um, I'd say there, of course, other people of color experience certain things, but it's a very different level for a black person living in America. And again, like I'm not a, a bitter black person. I'm not going out looking at every person of a lighter complexion or whatever and getting upset. Like I'm not, I mean, I don't, I'm not like that. Um, I do actually, it, it bothers me more the place that we are in America uh, when it comes to injustice that there could still be people that have that thought or idea about one group of people. It's like, don't let ignorance um, or your labeling of a certain group of people affect the way you relate to those individuals when we actually have more things in common than things that are different. Um, so that part. So I think, again, injustice is treating someone in an unfair way simply because of the labels you have put on them. So. Yeah. I'm going to try to connect all of the expressions and words in one little, little thing. Let's okay. See, let's see if I can do this. Let's see if I can do this. <laughs> so I think uh, injustice is really about treating someone unfair because of the labels you have placed on them. So because of those labels, you kind of put your guard up. You don't let them in and get to know them. And putting your guard up can also make you get more offended faster if something does happen. And you'll be faster to press charges on someone, which is actually what has happened in many cases. Like we've been on a, a ele an elevator, group of black people walk on the elevator and there are a few white people. And if there are like a white woman with a purse, if someone in our group is a black man, because of the label she's put on or has of a black man, her guard is up and she's like, okay, wait a minute. He may try to take my purse. So if anything happens in that next few moments where a purse is gone, I'm going to press chart. Like it's a lot that goes on. Yeah. Um, so I feel like what needs to happen is individuals who have these labels need to turn over a new leaf. You saw I brought wow. that. <laughs> turn over a new leaf, stop labeling. <laughs> and then there won't be so many problems. Tiffany. 
That was amazing. That Thank was you, amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. All for the students. It's all for the students. Yes. <laughs> I know. But this is this goes to show like we you were literally able to connect all of these expressions in such a natural way. And what you said was true. It made sense. It was on topic. So and this is just five um, of the 30 from the last episode. So it was perfect. Very true. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, like you said, Julie, this is only five. So if you guys want to learn the other 25, again, there are video explanations at weeklyenglishwords.com. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode and learned a lot. Remember, try to put these things into practice and you'll start speaking fluently in English. Julie, thank you so much as always. I enjoyed the conversation. <laughs> My pleasure as always. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, I'll talk to you next time. <laughs> bye. All right, bye. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to see video explanations for all of the words and expressions that were used in today's episode, all you have to do is join the Weekly English Words membership by going to www.weeklyenglishwords.com. Once again, that's www.weeklyenglishwords.com. This has been Teacher Tiffany with the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Until next time, remember to speak English.